Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our The Seven Laws of Love devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15, and it says this, Instead, we will speak the truth in love growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. The devotional is titled, Love Speaks Truth, and it says this, Jesus famously told us in scripture that the truth has the power to set us free, and his statement has been quoted in courtrooms, movies, and countless other places ever since. It's a beautiful thought, but it's also a powerful truth. When we find the courage to confess our secrets, there is nothing to hinder our lives or our love. I've watched this principle hold true countless times within the relational dynamic of marriage. Trust is vital in any healthy relationship, but the stakes are highest within the context of marriage. Marriage was created by God to be a relationship of complete unity and transparency, So deception of any kind will undermine the foundation of the marriage covenant. I tell couples often, your marriage will never be stronger than your trust in each other. If a married couple can't trust each other, they can't fully function. A husband and wife must operate like two wings on the same bird. If they don't work together in full partnership, the marriage will never get off the ground. Wow. Trust makes that possible. When we replace trust with secrecy, we're erecting invisible barriers to limit the growth in our marriages. Secrecy is the enemy of intimacy. When a problem is hidden, there is nothing you can do to fix it. Once it's out in the open, the healing process can finally begin. Until we can look in the mirror and come to terms with our own sins and our own desperate need for God's grace, we'll never be able to see ourselves or others through the lens of love. God wants us to have a heart for loving, unlovable people because that's what God did for us. He loved us so much more than we could ever deserve, and he calls us to do the same for others. It's so good. So good. Let's go Dave. Shout out Dave Willis. Yes. Just crushing it. I um, There was a line in there that just really hit me, and it was, secrecy is the enemy of intimacy. Yep. You all have probably heard me say before, but there's this kind of different way of saying intimacy because so many of us confuse intimacy with sex. Yep. Is sex included in intimacy? Yes. But there's so much more about intimacy than just physical things like that. I always say that intimacy stands for into me you see. But whenever you are living a secret life or you have hidden things about yourself, you're not allowing someone to see who you truly are. And in that secret place, honestly, just bad stuff happens. Yep. But the issue with living that kind of secret life or hidden life is we we think it's actually going to provide us more joy because we'll have less confrontation. We'll be less... Um, offensive to people. We won't have any issues and all that stuff, but we actually live a lot less fulfilling life. Mm -hmm. When it says the truth will set you free, it doesn't say that secret life you have will set you free. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a lot of us are trying to have our cake and eat it too, where we want to live in secret sin, but then also like 
profess the Lord with our mouth, yeah. but they can't exist because it's like only trying to fly with one wing. Like what yeah. that, what that devotional is just saying. I love that analogy by yeah, the way. It's so great. And it's so important for us to realize that we will live a more fruitful, mm-hmm. a more enjoyable, a more satisfying life when we do live with true intimacy first with the Lord and yeah. then with people. Yeah. And I think that's just insanely powerful. And it's something that is almost discouraged today. It's like a piece of us in today's time are encouraged to live authentically. But at the same time, we've had, we've never had more right to privacy in a sense where you can just make fake accounts. You can do different things. You can lock the door. And I mean, I, I think the hard part is, is that there are unseen things that happen in that secrecy and that privacy that, really weigh us down. And I felt it in my own life whenever I've been living in sin where I feel heavy. I feel, I don't feel like myself. I feel like I can't connect really with people. There's all these different things that come along with it. And we almost think that it's harmless because we can't always see the sin because it's in secret, but it really does weigh us down. And that's, I I love the, the, the analogy of the truth that sets you free. It really does free you of those burdens that you're carrying. Yeah. Well, that's just like shame at its finest. Like when you're feeling shame because of sin, it leads you to isolation. It leads you to the darkness, but scripture says live in the light and you'll have fellowship among each other. And it's like, well, we can't have fellowship among each other if we're living this secret dark life. Cause we're not living in the light. Like the longer it's in the dark, it's in the enemy's territory, right? So it's like, okay, I'm going to keep it secret. I'm going to keep it to myself. I'm going to isolate myself from people and from God. As you do that, you are allowing the enemy to have a foothold in your life and in your relationships. And so I think it's really important to bring it to the light because just like this devotional says, number one, that's how you get healing with God. But as you confess your sins to God and then to people, it's like, okay, I'm confessing to God and he forgives my sin. He covers me with his grace. But then I also confess to people because that brings accountability into my life as well. And I think that that's like vitally important. But Chad and I have experienced this in our own relationship where we had like really hard conversations. And we talk about this in our Truth About Sex series over on our main channel on YouTube, where we had to have really tough conversations about our past. And those are scary conversations to have sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I want to encourage you if anyone like if you have a conversation with anyone and you are like revealing something about your past and then they use that against you that is a huge red flag but number two I think it's really important to number one have the conversation with God first and recognize that that grace covers you because I think that that was something that was hard for for me personally was I couldn't really share it with people like I I had a hard time sharing my past with people because I didn't fully embrace the fact that God Mm. forgave me so I thought if God can't forgive me then I don't want to tell anyone about this right but knowing how desperate I was in need of grace and the fact that God covered me and I knew that that's not how God sees me anymore then if I share that with someone and then that changes their view of who I am that tells me more about them than it does about me. And so I just want y'all to all feel like that freedom from that because there is a freedom from the darkness and to really encourage you not to stay in the secret place of sin, but stay in the secret place with God. Yeah. Amen to that. And I also just want to give one last little note on, you know, to use discernment when you're sharing a piece of yourself. 
we 100% believe in confession. We believe in transparency and accountability and that freedom that comes from those things. Yeah. But it also has the, like what Tori's saying, be being with a the, safe Safe, safe place, place mm-hmm. safe person. So just make sure as you're praying through that, and I, I do believe that you should pray for God to reveal what you should confess or where yeah. you where you have blind spots where you could use accountability, but just make sure you pray for the right person or mm-hmm. team uh, within that. Yes, so good. You want to pray sign out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we first and foremost just come to you and we worship you. We are so in awe of who you are, your righteousness, your glory, and how loving you are even when we are so unlovable, God. We thank you for your grace. We thank you as we confess our sins to you that you wash over us with that grace, Lord, that you call us forgiven, not because of anything we've done, but because of what Jesus did on the cross, Lord. We thank you for that. We pray for the discernment to know who safe people are in our lives. If we need accountability in any area, would you just reveal who those people are supposed to be um, in our lives, Lord? And I just also pray for each and every person who's listening, who is married, God, that inside of their marriages, that they would feel the freedom that transparency brings, Lord, that there would be no secrecy inside a covenantal relationship. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives us discernment. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Auf Wiedersehen.